Thank you for joining us on another episode of Ditch the Job. Let's do this. What's up, Ditch the Job listeners? Mark Berti of Ocean Writing here, where we teach authors how to make six figures with their books. And one of the things when it comes to ditching your job is to make the choice of where you want to go. So our guest got started uh, with her entrepreneurial journey at 24 and she got into a restaurant and she eventually sold that restaurant seven years later where she now chose the path of palmistry. So our guest is the author of Stories in Your Hands and has worked with over 7,000 people worldwide over the past 10 years to help them discover their success and joy potential. Our guest recently created an innovative matchmaking system using palmistry to identify soulmate archetypes. So our guest who joins us for this episode of Ditch the Job is none other than Cynthia Clark. Cynthia, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. Cynthia, I'm so happy to have you on the Ditch the Job podcast. And one of the things I want to jump into right away is the entrepreneurial journey that started with the restaurant. We'll get into palmistry later on. So I'm wondering if you can share with us uh, how exactly did you get started with the restaurant? Well, I actually started out my my job uh, journey, I guess you could say, uh, when I was 13. Uh, it was actually my brother who got me into the restaurant business, and I was cleaning restaurants uh, after they closed, and I I basically was you know vacuuming the restaurant. So I, I st that's how I got started in restaurants. And then I, you know, progressed through the years and I, I've actually had lots of different jobs over the years, but I got into a Starbucks at the uh, Salt Lake International Airport. It was right after I graduated from, from college and I decided to go into management because that was my uh, business degree. So I was managing three different Starbucks at that time, and that's really where I learned all about coffee and, uh, you know, all the all the joys of coffee, <laughs> which now I'm I'm a total fanatic about coffee. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. I roast my own beans at home, which is really mm. fun. Um, but at that time, you know, after I had like gone through college, one of my favorite classes was entrepreneurship. So I had the little bug in my system that's like, okay, I, I kind of like this idea of owning my own business, owning my own restaurant. And once I learned the ropes at Starbucks, I really thought, you know, maybe I can do this on my own. And I was, uh, you know, I, I posed the question to my husband at the time who was actually working in finance. And so he was really good with accounting and, you know, super smart and, and that sort of thing. So we ended up taking about two years to actually go from working for other people to diving out on our own. And we opened up our own restaurant down in Southern Utah, uh, right outside of Zion National Park. And so we were busy right from day one. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was kind of scary though, because we put in all of our savings. It was about $40,000 at the time and we didn't get any loans and we, we put 
at literally every dollar we had into the business. So talk about taking the risk, right? It was, okay, we're taking the risk. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of scary. Um, but we made it work and restaurant very successfully for seven years. So by, by the end of seven years, my husband was pretty well burned out because if you know anything about running a restaurant, it's mm. a lot of hours. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of hours on your feet. You know, you're pretty much just like, it, it's pretty grueling work. So uh, we ended up selling everything after seven years. And we, we had actually built up two businesses because uh, we also bought inside the building we were operating. There was a tubing business as well. And so we ended up buying, we bought the building, we bought the tubing business, and we had our restaurant all in the same building. So we sold all of it back in 2006. Wow. And that was, that was something. <laughs> <laughs> and I cried for probably two weeks because I was still really attached to my business. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I don't know if I can let this go. It was my little baby and I had built it up to this beautiful, you know, it, it was a beautiful business and we had a lot of clients and, you know, the tourists were so much fun and I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, but that's really when, you know, it major turning point was when I sold that restaurant. And part of the whole ditch the job mentality, I mean, uh, in Cynthia's case, we're talking about selling her own company. So she loved the job. But uh, one of the things you have to think of listening to this episode is what are you going to transition into? And for Cynthia, she chose palmistry. And I'm curious with how you went from a restaurant to now studying palms and just how that transition took place and when you realized this was going to be your thing. Yeah, so that, that was yeah, major, major, major turning point. So I basically became retired um, in my early 30s. And we rented, well, we actually bought an RV. And then we ended up tra like traveling around the country, just like retired people do, right? <laughs> but I was really young. <laughs> so the, it was just sort of strange. But it was fun. And so during that time, I was just kind of, you know, it was a good unwinding period because I do feel like when you're that tightly wound, <laughs> and I would definitely say that's what I was. I was so tightly wound every day because I, I had been working seven days a week for years. You know, I was probably putting in easy 80 to 100 hours a week. So, I mean, it was intense. So to go from that to suddenly having absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> so so we traveled, which was really fun. And I was um I enjoyed that transition period of having like no like no agenda, no schedule, nobody asking me to do anything. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. We did that for about a year. And then I started to get the itch. And if you're an entrepreneur, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, okay, I can't just sit here and be retired. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't work like that. So I started just to feel like, okay, I need to be 
more productive. I need to be doing something. So we ended up settling back into Salt Lake City where I was from. And uh, we, we decided to, you know, well, maybe I should get back into the restaurant business, which, which was kind of, I got some part-time jobs, just, you know, get my toes back into the restaurant industry because that was what I knew and that was where I was comfortable and definitely where I was qualified. Um, so that was kind of funny. So I was doing that. And then I decided one day to go to the library. And this is really where I had my aha moment. I picked up a book on palmistry of all things. And I had never studied it before. I didn't know anything about it. I just was curious. And so I took the book home and I decided to read it. And I had this really profound deja vu experience. It was like reading something you had read before. So the whole experience was like that. It's like, this is really familiar. You know this material, you studied this, you like, you need to study this again. And that was really clearly like the intuitive hit that I was getting. You need to study this again. And so I'm like, okay, this is really kind of freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> so, then, so then I ended up just, you know, looking at my husband's hands. I looked at some of my friend's hands. I'm like, do you mind if I just practice on you a little bit? Because I really don't know what I'm doing, but I feel like I need to do this. <laughs> so everybody was really accommodating. They're like, sure, here's my hands. What do you see? And I, I had some really positive responses from that whole thing. So then I ended up reading some people at work and that was kind of funny. So I'm, I'm working for this other person now, even though I'm, I, I'm qualified to run the restaurant myself. I was, I was just an assistant manager at that time. And she ended up not liking it. She was like, you can't read hands here at work. And I'm like, yeah, I can do whatever I want on my break. You know, <laughs> like you can't tell me what to do on my break or what not to do on my break as long as it's not illegal or you know, unethical or whatever. But um, anyways, it created this big uproar. And <laughs> my husband ended up calling her and telling her off, which was like totally burned my bridge, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness, what did you just do? So I was then, I was back to being completely unemployed again. <laughs> and, and it's like, well, maybe this is, like the universe's way of saying, you know what, you really, you, you're done with the restaurant industry. You need to just let it go. And so that's what I ended up doing. And uh, the funny thing was, you know, and this was after several months of studying, I probably studied maybe nine months before I decided to go professional. And I had trained with some people as well. And I had already lined up a place to go and work. And it was out of a, a natural health store in Salt Lake City. And the business owner was more than happy to have me come in anytime I wanted, set up a table and do readings. So I had already lined that up, even though I was still really scared. And I'm like, I'm not sure I can do this. <laughs> and I, that's, that was really where I got my start. And so the very first day that I was there, I set up my little table, I put up a little sign, I said, you know, I'm here to do readings. 
And at the time I wasn't even charging very much. I think I was doing like $10 for 10 minutes. You know, I mean, sort of like a, like a massage therapist would do, right? Something like that. And I had two people the first day and I was so excited because they were both really happy after their readings and so useful and thank you so much and that was when I knew that I could pull it off and I'm like you know what this is what I'm supposed to do and that there's a very important point Cynthia mentions that proof of concept where she got the first two people they really enjoyed it and that gave the momentum to keep on going so she started at a lower price she was able to raise that price later on but just to get the idea that hey people are you know they're coming in they like what i'm doing and ever since then cynthia has now written her book stories in your hands uh i'm wondering if you could share with us a little bit on the book like how you decided to write that and that whole experience yeah writing a book was a journey (laughs) (laughs) you know and i it's kind of funny too because i would definitely not classify myself as a writer And I'm a teacher. I definitely view myself as a teacher because, you know, reading hands is very much like that. You're teaching people their markings. They're teaching people, uh, you know, who am I? What are my, what is my purpose? You know, all kinds of stuff shows up in your hands. But I, so I decided to start this book and it, I had an entire manuscript actually written and I, at the time I was still taking classes in like book writing and, and stuff like that. And, and by the time I finished the book, I basically decided that it was completely wrong. <laughs> sort of like, this isn't going to work. And I, I had submitted it to a few publishers and I got all, all rejections, you know, so I was just like crushed. And so then I ended up throwing out the manuscript. I'm like, screw it. I am not a writer. I am not getting this out. I am done. And I'm just going to keep doing my thing, right? <laughs> I mean, that was, that was after a year and a half of writing. And so then I, I put it aside for maybe three or four months. And I'm like, I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. <laughs> I was just, I was so going against it, right? I was just fighting it. And one day I was meditating. And this is something that I do pretty much every day. Uh, I like to go inward and kind of tune into my day and what I'm doing and, you know, what is my path and how can I serve people and, and, and all of that good stuff. And this meditation that day really told me very clearly it's like you know what you do need to write a book and it's not the book that you wrote but it's this book and (laughs) so that (laughs) i just was like really (laughs) like it's a total rewrite and you need to get started right away and so then i started to map out And then I'm thinking, is this even going to work? You know, first of all, is this, does this even work? You know, because what I was doing with it was that I was taking hand shapes and I was tying them into personality archetypes that form by the time you're about six years old. And I, 
I wasn't sure it was going to work, but I, I was open and um, I just basically channeled all this information. And this is after I had been reading hands for a long, long time. So I wasn't just getting it out of nowhere. I was getting it out of all the experiences I had had up to that point. And I came up with the outline probably in an hour. It was kind of funny how fast it came out. And you know what? I think this is a book. (laughs) 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 It was was just so funny. So I started the rewrite and it took me another year to get the rewrite done. And I, I did hire an editor too, because I felt like I really needed the help in just getting the message out and putting myself into the book and, you know, all those good things that they say you should do for a book. And, and that was how that, that was how stories in your hands came about. And it's really interesting how Cynthia first, she wasn't a writer and then she uh, decided to write this book. And I mean, just the idea of a book really allows you to spread that message and, it's one of the things I do recommend a lot of people do. And a lot of people who come on my shows, I know it's like, hey, you're an author because people write a book and then it's like their big business card and you get to put all of your thoughts in there. So it's definitely very interesting how you went from one manuscript idea to the other manuscript idea uh, because I've definitely had some experiences where I've scrapped a few book projects. I'm wondering if you could share with us how you stayed uh motivated and like in good spirits after when you're writing book number two, knowing that there's a manuscript that wasn't published yet? Yeah, so I still felt like the material in the the original manuscript was valid and useful. And so I decided to just squeeze it into different places in my teachings and in my private coaching and that sort of thing. So it, it wasn't totally you know, worth, it wasn't worthless information. It was still good. It just didn't work in the, the book format that I was envisioning. So that was, you know, I guess the way that I kind of held myself together. <laughs> Cause yeah, it can be really hard to just scrap something completely. And, and especially something you were working on for such a long time. But I was, I I tried to not be too attached to it because I really was trying to learn, okay, just because I'm going through this creative process, you know, it doesn't mean that's the final product. And, you know, even now, like Stories in Your Hands has been out for a couple of years. And now I'm taking the information from that book. And that's how I've really launched it into what I'm doing now. So it's, it's even evolved since then. And I, and I keep looking at it like, okay, everything is a stepping stone. Everything leads you to the next thing. And so it's important to not be too fixated on like, you know, especially um, entrepreneurs feel like, oh, I made a mistake. You know, I screwed up and like, I'm such a failure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like we, we think that all the time, right? And, um, and I really just would, I have a lot of compassion for people who even just get themselves out there because I know it's so much work to get from, you know, (laughs) to your end game. It takes so much time and, and effort. And ultimately, if it helps even one person, and that's really what I always am looking at. It's like, if, if this book helps one person, 
then it's totally worth it. I'm really happy I wrote it. I'm really happy I did all that effort. And if I can do that, you know, in what I'm doing now with my online dating, that is just, to me, that's so rewarding. And it's taking the concepts that I've built up over the years and it's, and, and it's very, um, it's very worthwhile. Yeah, that's a really great point Cynthia mentions where we do have to realize that, you know, we make mistakes and as an entrepreneur, you're going to make many of them. If you want to be perfect, entrepreneurship's not for you, or you just have to change your mindset around it. And each mistake makes you better. And I mean, in Cynthia's case, it was writing an entire manuscript. And we've all had big mistakes like that where, you know, we're like, oh, why do we do that? But then they, all those mistakes help us become the person who we are now. And speaking of who we are now, uh, Cynthia, she has a lot of great work. She's got her book, Stories in Your Hands, which will be in the show notes or to any other good places we could go to follow your work and your journey. Uh, definitely. You can go to loveinyourhands.com. And that is really where I'm focusing my energy right now is helping people to find long lasting love. So I take the concepts from the book, which is the, the personality archetypes, and you can actually upload into the system a digital photo of your palm and you can go through and the computer will match you. It'll, it'll tell you who you are. It'll tell you exactly who you are matched to. So you can, um, it, it's, it's a whole automated system. It's pretty amazing. And I'm really excited to help um, spiritually minded, open-minded singles to go deeper than the superficial dating scene. And they can, they can really find something useful from the hands. So yeah, so I've got loveinyourhands.com. You can also, I have two podcasts as well. I've got Stories in Your Hands podcast and Love in Your Hands podcast. So I post episodes every week on those two shows as well. So we will have all that information in the show notes for everyone who wants to keep up with Cynthia. We'll also have a link to Ocean Writing for everyone who's interested in making six figures with your book, selling thousands of copies. So that will be in there as well. But once again, Cynthia, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was such a pleasure having you on Ditch the Job. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ditch the Job. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd greatly appreciate if you could leave a quick review. We are a relatively new show and all those reviews are really going to add up. And if you want to talk with me about how you can boost your revenue, schedule a free strategy call with me, see how we can work together. The link is markberry.com slash strategy for anyone who's interested. We will be throwing it in the show notes. But once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It is listeners like you who allow me to create new podcasts and do all these different projects that I love doing. So what I want you to do is to dream big, achieve greatness, and unlock your potential today.